Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're just having such a great day. You know, on our search to the depths of Yahweh, it's kind of like sometimes you got to stop and smell the roses. Now, I, don't know, I know that don't sound so masculine from a masculine man like myself, but... I just want to tell you what Yahweh's been speaking to my heart because I, along myself with you and all those that follow after what we're following after the deep things of Yahweh, have such a passion, have such a desire for the deeper things to know God, to go further, to see further, to go into the realms of Yahweh, to walk in Zion, to go to the mountain of the Lord. And I am an advocate of everything you're talking about because I live in that life and I advocate that life and I describe that life, demonstrate that life and walk out that life. I walk with Yahweh, Elohim, the Most High God. He is my everything. I am as one with him. I'm more one with him today than I've ever been in my life. And so I encourage you to walk that road, to walk more one with him than you've ever been in your life. But on this journey, I, he took me this morning. I was in my hotel room. I'm in the middle of traveling. And I was in my hotel room. And um, he began to speak to me so gently. He took me. I love the Passion Translation. Um, he took me to the Passion Translation. And so um, let me just read a little bit. Very familiar scripture. It's nothing I'm going to read new to you. But it stuck out like a shining light, just so bright before me. Because, you know, on our journey, we're longing to be somewhere. We're longing to accomplish something. We're longing to be something. That being of the Spirit of God that's inside of us, that dwelling place in Christ, that mercy seat that we have the right to go sit in. And it's everyone's desire. I mean, if I could wave a magic wand and tell you, say 10 prayers and three hodo-hodos, and this is what you get, I would do it. That's how hungry we are. And so, so hungry we are. And we want Yahweh to move, but there's a resting place that must happen. And that is the hardest place. I'll be honest with you, my personality, that's harder for me than I think anything is the resting place. I love the secret place. I love the get up and go place. I love let's travel the world. Let's go here. Let's go there. Let's preach to millions of people every day. Let's do conferences. I love doing those things. But that resting place is always, since I was a little boy, was not my first seat. My first seat was usually on the edge of my seat. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Will you catch up with me? Will you catch up with me? I mean, that's how we are sometimes, right? Because he wants to do everything you want him to do. He's going to do everything that you want him to do because it is the great joy of the Father to do for you. Never forget that. And so he took me to this scripture this morning, and uh, I've been on this fast And um, it says, be cheerful with joyous celebration. This is chapter four in the Passion, verse four. In every season of life. Now, you ever want something so bad, you just got to have it no matter what. You can like taste it in your mouth. You just got to have it. You just got to have it. But then it's like 8,000 miles away. You can't get to it for nothing, right? You can't, you just can't accomplish it at that moment. And, but you want this thing. You want this thing. You want this thing so bad more than life. 
It's like that with anything, whether it's the glory, whether it's the anointing, whether it's direction for your business, direction for your life, direction for your family, more of Yahweh. It's always sometimes scenes where it's so far away, especially in the waiting season. I don't like the waiting season. Like I said, the rest season is the hardest for me. Now I'm older now, so I'm learning how to enter into the rest season. Why I'm accomplishing doing the will of God and awaiting the glory to come, awaiting the bride to come, awaiting the wholeness to come, awaiting the fullness of us to come. Each of you have something that you're awaiting. If you're seeking God, there's something you desire. There's something you're awaiting and he's speaking it to you. But he said, you must enter my rest. It makes the journey easier. It doesn't speed it up. It doesn't slow it down, but it makes the journey easier because in rest, you have to stop rowing the boat and start believing and knowing. And it's for my personality, be honest with you, maybe you're like me. It's a lot easier for me to row the boat knowing I'm going somewhere than to let go of the oars and say, okay, God, take over from here. I like to be an active son. I like to go in the heavens, get things done, go in the courts, go in every area that I can to move the hand of God, to cause the hand of God, or to beat God in the earth and co-create with him through Christ Jesus because you have that right as a son or as a daughter. But he said, be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Let joy overflow. I love this part. For you are united with the anointed one. Oh, come on. That one right there gets me. Because there's nothing more important to me than being united with the anointed one, the one who sits on the throne and the lamb, the king, priest, God, Yeshua, the lamb, and Urak, Kadesh, the Holy Spirit. He says, you're anointed with them. Let gentleness be seen in every relationship for our Lord is ever near. See, that gentleness isn't meekness or weakness, but it's shalom. It's the resting place. So in what you're doing, you want the resting place, not the anxiousness. He said, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing, meaning don't be anxious. But I love this. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day. And I love the way the writer writes it in the Passion Translation. Because in the King James and the New King James, it basically would say, you know, go to God with prayer. But this is, I love this. Be saturated. Think about that. Be saturated with prayer. That's different. That's going into it and sitting in the mercy seat, sitting in your seated position, sitting in that place of position of trust and love and obedience and watching God do a thing. Be seated in prayer throughout the day, offering your faith-filled requests before the Lord, God with overflowing gratitude. So as I'm talking to him, it's out of a heart of thanksgiving as if I already accomplished it. I've already received it. I already have that special thing that's so important to me right here, right now, in my heart, in my arms, in my life. That's what you're longing for, the fullness of Yahweh, the fullness of what he has for you. You want it so you see it by faith. Then it says, I love this. Tell him every detail of your life. <laughs> I love this. I, you know, I try to teach this in church. And sometimes people look at me uh, like I'm crazy. I tell them, tell God everything. You're bad, you're good, you're ugly. The victories, the sins. What? 
No, no, you can't, you can't tell God about sins. Uh, listen, I'll tell God about sin before I do it. I mean, what, what the world are you thinking? That God don't know what's going on in your life? You have to understand your three-part being in your body sometimes is in frailty of the humanity and your soul sometimes it moves you in humanity and of the flesh and your spirit man is glorified. Your spirit man is justified. Your spirit man is consecrated. Your spirit man is sanctified. And that is where Yahweh dwells. That's what he moves in. That's what he functions in. So when my flesh acts up, I just tell him right away. I, ain't, I don't mean poor, poor, pitiful me. Oh, Lord, I'm such a bad sinner. <laughs> I'd be like, thank you for your amazing grace that I said in. You protected me from that silly thought, God. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Father. You, forgot, you, you protected me from putting my hands to this. You protected me from that. You're such a good God. Oh, you forgave me before I even asked. See, we got to get the love relationship with Yahweh that he's not a judge in the sky waiting for you to fall, waiting for you to do something wrong so he can trample on you. He's the God that shed his blood. Therefore, when you do something wrong, it's automatically covered. He's already said, I took care of it, son. It's kind of like having a debt and going to your dad and say, Dad, I got this $2,500 debt. And I don't know what I'm going to do. I shouldn't have did it. It was stupid debt. It was wrong debt. He's like, I got it covered, son. Here's the $2,500. That's how God handles it. He don't handle it in the flesh like what most people think, where you're just beat up by Yahweh. Oh, you bad person. You, you do that. You won't never feel comfortable enough to go into his throne room. The Bible says you can go through the throne of grace and they think that's a place of just forgiveness. No, that's a place of establishment, a place of you being in union with the anointed one. Then I love this. Once you tell them every detail of your life, then God's wonderful peace that transcends human's understanding will make the answers known to you through Christ Jesus. His shalom will come to you. His shalom will come to you. Oh, come on. His shalom will come to you. Let, let me just read a little further, if you don't mind. I love this part. It says, so keep your thoughts continuously fixed on all the things. All that is authentic. I love that. I love that word, authentic. It's like, it's like having something authentic, like Yeshua. The message I teach is authentic. The love I have for you is authentic. It cannot be moved or wavered. Real, honorable admirable, beautiful, respectful, pure, holy, merciful, and kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God. Woo! Every glorious work of God. Come up here and go into heavens and fashion your thoughts on every work of God, praising him always. Follow the example of all that we have imparted to you. And the God of peace, the God of shalom will be with you in all things. In all things. I, I could read this whole chapter. I encourage you to read that whole chapter. I encourage you to get a Passion Translation. You can download it on your phone. Uh, that's what I did. Plus, I have uh, one here at my house, one um, at my office, one over there. I have quite a few. I love it. Why? I just love the way they talk about the love of Yahweh. It's not the only translation I read, but no matter what translation you read, you want the understanding by Holy Spirit, not by those words written on the page. Oh, I love you so much today. Yahweh's so powerful and he's in you and he's through you. And he says, enter to my rest and receive the prize because it's now and it's time and it's coming. Have faith in Yahweh. Well, once again, this is Sagima Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful beyond the stars above. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.